What is the premise of purpose? Why are we here? And how do some people make so much impact in their lifetime, while others exist on autopilot? This is where we explore all things revolutionary in business, mindset, and your everyday life. Welcome to the premise of purpose, the place where we share with you insights from successful people all around the world who found their purpose and are living it every day. They've gone from ordinary to extraordinary, and we get to find out how. I'm Anna Graybow, president and founder of New Coach Empire and your host. Today, we have Seba Moore Doucette, a 79-year-old bikini diva and sports model. Seba started her fitness career at the age of 69 and marketed her innovative workout, AutoSize, which focuses on building the body and the mind. Only a few years before she entered the competitive Bikini Diva contest, Seba was unable to walk due to two herniated discs and a slip disc in her back. The doctors chose surgery, and Seba chose fitness and a new way of thinking. She is now a spiritual practitioner along with her husband, Jeff, and together they formed Power Source Productions, a production company that aims to embody the highest qualities of spirit through filmmaking. She is currently creating a new workshop, the 21-day Think It, Do It, Be It process. She is an author, entrepreneur, and inspiration to many. So welcome, Seba. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Anna. <laughs> oh, tell us, what is your purpose? Oh, I think my purpose, uh, well, the main purpose is to let people know that you're never too old and it's never too late to get fit, healthy, and feel really good oh, yes. because I I couldn't I can't I still can't believe that I started when I was 68 to become a bikini diva and a sports <laughs> model and uh, you know not really on a dare I yeah. mean my, my partner in in my TV show which is um, never too old never too late mm -hmm. um, lost weight and wanted to keep herself accountable so she decided to compete. Wow. And I, and she lost this weight, and I couldn't believe what she did with her body in a year. And um, then she said, come on, we could do it together. It would be so much fun. And I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think competing in a, in a bikini was like something I really wanted to do. But I had created uh, auto size, which is a workout you do in your car. Yes. Not wow. when you drop because you'll sue me. <laughs> uh, but there are so many stops along yes. the way, and every minute counts. So mm -hmm. I didn't know how to monetize it. She said, you know, maybe if you got some credibility, you'd mm -hmm. be able to do this. And I heard that, oh, yeah, credibility. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while before I decided, yeah, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do it. But then I said, you know what? I am going to do it. I, I'm going to put my mind to it which I believe this is the biggest muscle that you have. Mm -hmm. And if you nurture it and feed it, it will be just like your body, you know, when you get your muscles and your body together. And so I, I made a commitment and I did it. And I was shocked when I won the gold first place. And I, I just kept going because we kept learning more and more about how how your body can change and, and how healthy you can get and how you can reverse time. <laughs> and so that's, that's my main 
that's my main thing. What I want to do is I want to let people know that it doesn't matter how old you are and or how young you are. If you make a commitment up here mm-hmm. and you really believe it, you can become it, which is my thing. I don't think you can see my shirt. Thank you. There it is. I love it. And Seva, you are one of the most beautiful, lively, energetic people I know ever. And not that age matters, but you truly don't look a day over like 50, truly. So it's it's insane to me that you are 79. And I think... I know. And it's insane to these. 30 year old guys who try to pick me up <laughs> like behind they're behind me and they go hey baby and I turn around and they go oh <laughs> but then some of them still continue and I say you know what I'm old enough to be your mother yeah no, your grandmother <laughs> and then they doubt it and then I talk to them and after a while when I tell them about myself they go could you talk to my girlfriend <laughs> oh my goodness that's amazing that is so amazing so, I've actually made friends with a lot of these young guys' girlfriends, so it's really kind of funny. That is hilarious. (laughs) So tell us more about you and your story and where you came from. What are some of those early moments in your life that really made a difference for you? I came from the uterine canal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, originally I came from New York. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, when I talk really fast, it comes out a little bit like this. But um, I, I took lessons at UCLA, how to speak proper, like this. So, uh, originally, I was born in Jersey, Long Branch, New Jersey, and came out of the room and said, Oi, Jersey. <laughs> and then we moved to the Bronx. And I lived in the Bronx until I was uh, 12. Wow. Yeah, I think 12, and then we moved to Whitestone, New York, which is, like, right on the Long Island Sound. It's so beautiful there. And then I was there till I was 15, and then we moved to California because I wanted to come to Hollywood and be a star. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my <laughs> – I always tell this story about how my mother – when I said, I want to go to Hollywood to be a star, and my mother said to me, you know, you got to be really careful because everybody out there is wild. They have wild parties. They do crazy, wild things. They smoke those funny cigarettes, and <laughs> they stay up all night. And then my father said, take me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I came here. Uh, I was a... a prima ballerina actually when I was on point when I was seven which is very young yeah and um you know what that could do to your feet oh yes oh yes (laughs) yeah but I've always been um pretty funny and I've always wanted to be uh uh, a comedian an actress and I did stand-up comedy for many years wow I don't know if you remember John Amos you know John Amos yeah absolutely yeah we were Amos and Annie Wow. (laughs) And we toured, we did clubs together and had a lot of fun. And I did my own stand up and um, I had my own show in Las Vegas called The Funny Farm. And uh, what happened was somebody was recording us. They had a studio. And after they came back and they said, you know, I was laughing so hard, the camera was shaking. (laughs) Could you come back to the studio? And, and, um, do some voiceovers and I went 
yeah, sure. And I was, I was really young, kind of. And um, <laughs> so I went back there and I saw the studio and I saw, and he was an editor and a, a cinematographer and everything. And, and I watched him edit and I thought, wow, this is where it really ends, you know? And we got to know each other and I started working with him actually. I started writing, producing and directing all of the local commercials in Las Vegas. Wow. And that's how I cut my teeth on on being behind the camera. And then uh, the rest is history. <laughs> I mean, I've been working behind the camera, in front of the camera all of my life. And um, I, I've been married three times, <laughs> twice of it, a widow. Mm. So, and my husband Jeff said, should I worry? And I did not, <laughs> it don't listen. So, <laughs> only, only if you don't listen. But anyway, we, when my second husband died, I had always been into metaphysics mm -hmm. with him. And um, I decided that I wanted to do things spiritually, mm -hmm. you know, and just really kind of raise consciousness. Mm -hmm. Even though my consciousness, I thought it was raised, but it wasn't really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then when um, I started studying, and I never really took the test to be a metaphysical practitioner, but when I met Jeff, who I'm married to now, Jeff Doucette, you might know him, <laughs> fabulous actor. <laughs> and um, he, uh, he and I went through the training together four years wow. and I became licensed by the state as a practitioner, a spiritual practitioner. And, um, I learned so much about myself by really digging deep and really opening up to, I guess you'd have to say the truth. Yeah. And, um, it, it was an experience. Also, I think you know this, but I don't know if you know this whole thing, that um, Molly, who is my stepdaughter, mm -hmm. Jeff's daughter, who's highly functioning autistic, mm -hmm. she lived with us. Wow. And when you live with someone who's autistic, you have to be honest. You have to tell the truth because yes. they remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So she really taught me how to be completely honest. I couldn't say to her, you know, do this, you know, and she would say, why? And I'd have to have a reason. Right. I couldn't say because I said so. Yeah. And so she made me realize, oh, wait, well, what, what is the truth behind why I want that done? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, so that was the, the starting of my learning, really. Oh, my but, goodness. Um, so what happened from actually competing is for the first time in my life, and that's like 69 years of life. Yes. I reached the top of something that I was trying to do. Yeah. And, and I went higher than that because I even learned how to um, really get, uh, go in depth to what I was doing to my body and to what the food I was eating was doing and what the drinks I was drinking was doing to my body. And, and as my, my mind got stronger, my body got stronger. And as my body got stronger, I got more youthful. Yes. And it was like, 
I surprised myself. Wow. And then I started running workshops because I thought everybody has to know this. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I, there was this woman, she was 87, I believe. Mm-hmm. She couldn't really walk real well. She couldn't go to the store. She couldn't carry packages anymore. Mm-hmm. She lived in a home. And I watched her because of her mind. Mm-hmm. Because I would say, yes, you can. Not, no, you can't. Yeah. And, and just a little bit of exercise, but mostly the mind. Yes. And then as, as, as the, the mind got stronger, her body got stronger. Yeah. And it only took really, I think it was like six to eight months before she was walking two blocks and carrying two bags home. Wow. Wow. And it was like, okay. Yeah. And also my goddaughter, who was Mrs. California. Oh, wow. <laughs> she gained like 85 pounds when she gave birth to her kids. Wow. And she, because she had one and then she didn't lose the weight and then she had another one. And I taught her auto size. Yes. And I taught her the mind body connection and she dropped the weight and now she's a hypnotherapist and she's got a huge, wonderful practice oh. called the, the Confident Mind little wow check her out she's amazing (laughs) so amazing um, i don't know i just i just know that with little shifts in your mind you can change everything and it's like i have um henry ford yes who has the saying that i love more than anything else if you think you can or you think you can't you're right and I believe that. I do too. Let's talk about this whole mind connection and the spirituality because there are a couple things here. One is that I know that you had an experience where you heard that you would be successful later in life and there was this <laughs> spiritual thing that went on. Would you talk about that for a minute? Well, I used to go to um, soothsayers, you know, Gypsy woman who said, look in crystal ball, you will be famous someday. <laughs> but you're going to be older. And this was like, you know, in my 30s mm-hmm. and my 40s. So I said, older? Oh, you mean like in my 50s? <laughs> there were like three different people that I went to that said, no, older. <laughs> what do you I didn't understand it. Wow. And I... I I just never got it because I thought also it would be from, you know, my being an actress mm-hmm. or a stand-up comedian or whatever I was doing. But it turns out I'm older now. <laughs> <laughs> and I am now, I don't know, happening, so to speak. I, people want me to speak. They want, they want to come to my workshops. They want to read my books. They want to take my classes and um and I also have a feature film that I am wow. just about to produce and I have a TV show wow on on 2B TV called Never Too Old Never Too Late and it didn't happen until I was about to turn 80 and that's older that's older <laughs> that's but you amazing. know what if you look on my website um think it do it be it dot us because it's all about us 
<laughs> You'll see a video that I created with my mother when she turned a hundred. Wow. And it's called For Seniors and Older. Wow. And my mother got her first national commercial when she was a hundred. No. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> she lived she lived with me. She lived with me the last like eight years of her life with me and my husband. And when she moved in with us, she didn't have the consciousness she had when she left. Yeah. And because of it, she went she started going out every single day. She went to the senior center. She worked out a little bit every day. She had lunch. She had fun. She had a great life. And I really think it's because she changed her consciousness. Yes. Because I, I kept pushing her because she lived there every minute. I said, no, that's <laughs> not the thought you want to have. This is the thought you want to have. And she said, oh, yeah, that's much better. So. <laughs> It's all about consciousness. Yes. And what I, else do we want to know? I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, I love this. I don't this. know if I answered it. I guess. You did. And I think it's so great to hear also that even family members who are older, different generations, everyone can experience this and learn it in their own way. Even just saying to your mother, oh, what about this thought? You know, she doesn't have to go through a whole program to learn consciousness, but even just hearing a little piece of it can help her evolve as she is, which is beautiful. Let's talk about the consciousness. What do you think is different in your consciousness today? What does that look like for someone who's listening and trying to make sense of consciousness? Well, what the difference between my consciousness today and the way it used to be is now I actually believe that I can succeed. I actually know it. Yes. Whereas before... I used to pray that I would be able to, mm. or I used to, you know, that my, my prayer work has completely changed to instead of, oh, I really want this, or can you please help me, I need this, to thank you for what I am about to receive. Mm. And, and I think that it comes from manifesting. Mm -hmm. And I am so blessed that I'm able to manifest. Mm -hmm. I am so blessed and I know I am, but I know everybody can be blessed. That's the thing. It's like we, we are all so equal and consciousness is built for me. I meditate every morning. Jeff and I meditate together and even just five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, just knowing you know, and, and being grateful and gratitude is the most amazing thing to me. I am so grateful for my life. I am so grateful for everything I have and for everything I'm about to receive. And I think that the, the, the consciousness growth is from getting rid of the negativity in my life. Mm. And the way you get rid of negativity in your life is by getting rid of negativity in your mind. Mm. And that's the first step because this is the key. This is the, the big key here in the door. But this is the key to everything, your mind and your thoughts. And, and I'm so grateful that I have taken classes and done everything that I could and have been aware. That's a, another key, awareness. Yes. And been able to face the truth about a situation, 
like it, if something is happening and I can't do anything about it, I'm not going to get depressed. I'm not going to suffer. I used to do that. I used to do everything that was negative. I was not always perfect. I'm not perfect now. I'll never be perfect unless I'm dead. <laughs> Let's say someone listening is, you know, in the middle of their journey, maybe they're in their 40s or 50s, and they're kind of trying to reinvent themselves into this new phase of their lives where they are more aware and they do things from this place of gratitude and spirituality. You know, for some people, it's hard to shift gears and learn how to bring this positive energy into their daily life. What would you recommend for someone starting out, how to just get little pieces of more positivity into their daily life? My website. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I, what I would recommend is, first of all, what I believe is your life is, is God's gift to you until you're 50. And mm -hmm. then what you do is your gift to yourself. Mm. Because a lot of people even 40s or 50s, that's when their body starts changing, and that's when their body starts changing first, and then their mind goes into the toilet with their body mm. because they don't feel that strength of that youthful body. Right. So I'm not saying you have to be thin. You don't have to be thin. I just happen to be thin. I take after my father. <laughs> uh, you, you can be bigger, but you can be healthy. Yes. And so what I would tell the younger people or people who are just in their 40s or 50s that you just start with one shift at a time one affirmation which is and it sounds like that movie I am good enough <laughs> yes you know I am good enough and I deserve to be happy yes and if you don't believe that then find out what it is that makes you not believe that mm -hmm. and get rid of it <laughs> because that's what life is about. Life is about, you know, when you weed your garden, you weed out all the weeds so that everything else grows beautifully. So when a thought comes up for you that makes you feel like you're not good enough mm -hmm. or you don't deserve enough, then you can figure out where the thought comes from. And if you can't, get rid of it because you don't need it. Mm -hmm. You don't need negativity in your life. And I know it sounds easy for me to say it because I, I'm there, but I started with one weed at a time. I had tons of weeds. Mm -hmm. My glass looked like this. <laughs> I mean, really, you just have to start. Yes, I love yeah. that. And I, and love I, have, I have something on my website called yes. uh, 365 Days to Success. Beautiful. And it's an affirmation every day, but it gets you there. And I love that you mentioned affirmations because it's really easy for someone listening to say, oh, yeah, I am good enough and hear the words. But there's something really powerful about taking the time to say it out loud to yourself or in your mind instead of just thinking, oh, I know I'm good enough actually taking that time for yourself is very important. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. And that is a key part of actually practicing it is giving yourself that time. And practicing it, when you practice it, you can, you like write it down. And like when I started competing, I didn't look like this. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I was thin, but 
my boobs were like looking down at the floor going hello <laughs> my, my butt said i'll be there in a minute and i i was thin and my skin texture was thin mm. and what i did was i cut out a picture of the bikini diva that i wanted to look like mm -hmm. and i stuck it up in the fridge so that every time i opened the door there it was mm -hmm. to remind me what i wanted to look like yes. and I, you know doubt come into my head they did they came into my head and, and then i would just say no i don't need you because with you i'll never make it and i just got rid of it yes it, it, it takes work you know but it's kind of like any job mm -hmm. anytime you get a job at first you don't know what you're doing and then it's and it's difficult but little by little, you get to know what you're doing, and then it becomes easy. Yes. And then it's like you're sailing through it. You can eat your lunch and do your job. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing of building your consciousness one day at a time, even one affirmation at a time. And you, you'll get there. I love this. If, if I could do what I'm doing, and I'm about to be 80, <laughs> and I have... I just competed this year and took the gold. Wow, that's amazing. If I can do that. I know you can do anything you want, anything you desire. Yeah. Just have to believe it. And that takes practice. But practice makes perfect. It's true. <laughs> I love this. And you've mentioned it a few times, but if someone wants to connect with you and they really feel called to work with you, what's the best way for them to start working with you? My Everything is on my website. Think it, do it, be it. US. Beautiful. And is there anything else that you would really like to share with everyone today, Seba? I would just like everybody to know that everybody has the power. I, maybe where I am, people look up to me right now because it's so special, but you're all special and you all have your own special thing. And you can actually achieve it. You just have to, first there's a thought, you think it, then you just have to do something about it so you can become it. Think it, do it, be it. Just, you can do it. Seba, you are so beautiful. I love you so much, and you're just such a light. So thank you for coming. I love you too. I love you. Thank you for coming to this show to spread this awareness and this knowledge, and I know it's going to inspire so many. So it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review and subscribe to this show. And as a thank you, I would love to hop on the phone with you personally and give you any guidance that I can. So just go ahead and send a screenshot of your review to info at the premise of purpose .com.